H Adders, join me and the professor in the world of AI at Uplimit and YU Global's courses, where theory meets action. Experience a hands-on learning journey using chatbots to solidify your skills throughout the courses. Perfect for every learner, from beginners to advanced, our diverse range of courses ensures there's something for everyone. Uplimit combines self-paced learning with live seminars and office hours while YU Global offers comprehensive asynchronous study with support when you need it. Both grant prestigious certificates upon completion. Save 10% with code AIFORALL in all caps in the number 4 for Uplimit courses and 20% with SYNAPTIC20 for YU Global courses. Start your path to AI exploration today. Enroll now at synapticlabs.ai courses. Hello, human. It is I, Professor Synapse. I would like to introduce you to my colleague, Miss Neura. Miss Neura is a fellow AI educator, focused on making artificial intelligence and machine learning accessible to all. Her goal is to demystify AI and prepare people for the future. Miss Neura has a gift for breaking down complex topics into simple and engaging explanations. Her passion for teaching and technology shines through in all of her work. She's motivated by a vision of AI developed responsibly and for the benefit of humanity. So without further ado, take it away, Miss Neura. Hi. What would you like to learn? I'm doing a series with you on memory and large language models. This is the first episode, and thought we should begin with the idea of a context window. What does that mean, and how does it work? Absolutely. Let's dive right in. In the realm of language models, the term context window refers to the amount of prior text or tokens that the model can consider when making a prediction. Imagine you're reading a book, but you can only remember the last few sentences you've read. Those sentences are your context window for understanding the next sentence. Language models, specifically those built with transformers, operate in a similar way. They make predictions based on a certain number of prior tokens, which is their context window. However, the size of this context window is often limited due to computational and memory constraints. The self-attention mechanism used in transformer models, which helps the model understand the relationships between different words in the text, has a time and memory complexity that is quadratic in the length of the input. This makes it challenging to process very long sequences. So, if we extend our reading analogy, it's as if the book is incredibly long and complex, and you're trying to understand the story while only being able to remember a few sentences at a time. This is the challenge that language models face when dealing with long context windows. Now, how do you think this limitation of context window size might affect the performance of language models? I'm sure pretty much anyone who's using ChatGPT or another one of these models have experienced it. They're probably having a conversation and get to a point where it just kind of goes off the rails and loses the thread of what you're talking about without any warning. I know it's happened to me. That's a very astute observation. Indeed, the context window limitation can lead to such scenarios. Since the model's understanding is bound by its context window, it may lose track of the conversation once it extends beyond that window. This can result in the model generating responses that seem off-topic or irrelevant. For example, if ChatGPT's context window is 16,000 tokens and the conversation exceeds this limit, 
the model will start to forget the earliest parts of the conversation. In such cases, it might generate responses that seem out of context or not aligned with the earlier conversation. This is why prompt engineering and careful crafting of responses are crucial when interacting with these models. The better defined and focused the prompts are, the more likely the model is to stay on topic and provide relevant responses. Well, now that we kind of know what context windows are, I'm curious to hear what does the research have to say about extending context windows and how they work? Certainly, extending the context window of language models has been a significant area of focus in recent research. However, it's worth noting that simply extending the context window doesn't automatically improve the model's performance. Researchers have explored system-focused optimizations, such as flash attention, which accelerates attention computation and reduces memory footprint, to handle longer context windows. Additionally, approximate attention methods have been proposed that trade model quality for efficiency. However, these techniques only extend the context window to a certain extent and do not necessarily enhance the model's ability to utilize long texts effectively. They are more about making the model capable of handling longer texts rather than improving how it understands and uses the information within those texts. Remember, the goal isn't just to allow the model to process longer texts, but also to use the information in those texts effectively. Can you explain flash attention in a more accessible way? I'm not quite sure I understand how it's supposed to work. Of course. Let's break it down. In the world of AI, Flash attention is a technique that's been developed to address the challenges of scaling transformers to longer sequence lengths. It's like a memory-efficient librarian who is trying to organize and retrieve books, information, from a vast library, the model's memory. The attention layer in transformers is like the librarian's process of retrieving relevant books. However, as the library gets bigger, the sequence length increases, this process becomes more time-consuming and memory-intensive. Flash attention comes in as an efficient librarian who uses a smart way to organize and retrieve books. It exploits the asymmetric GPU memory hierarchy to save memory and speed up the runtime. It does so by reducing the number of memory reads slash writes, which are like the librarian's trips back and forth in the library, while maintaining the same output, without approximation. Flash Attention 2, an improvement of flash attention, further optimizes this process by better work partitioning, similar to having more librarians working together efficiently to handle larger libraries. However, even with these optimizations, flash attention is still not as fast as optimized matrix multiply GEMM, operations, which can be thought of as super-efficient librarians who can process information at an incredibly fast rate. Does this metaphor help you understand how flash attention works? That is helpful. Are there other prominent methods which are finding success, but aren't this particular method? Absolutely. There are other methods that tackle the issue of context window from different angles. For instance, some methods focus on improving how the model understands and uses the information within its context window, rather than just extending the window size. One such method is prompting a technique where the user provides a more detailed or specific prompt to guide the model's responses. This can help the model provide more relevant and accurate responses, even if the conversation extends beyond its context window. Another method is the use of retrieval-augmented models. 
these models can pull in information from a broader corpus of text outside of their immediate context window. It's like having an assistant who can quickly fetch relevant books or documents that the model needs to generate a response. Then there are methods that focus on improving the model's reasoning abilities, such as the Programmated Language Models, PAL, that use a neural language model to generate programs as intermediate reasoning steps. Each of these methods approaches the challenge of context window in a different way, and they can be used in combination to enhance the performance of large language models. This is helpful. Can we dive deeper into Program-Aided Language Models, PAL? I want to learn more about how that works. PAL is a novel approach that combines the strengths of both neural language models and symbolic interpreters. Imagine you're trying to solve a complex math problem. You might first use your intuition, neural language model, to understand the problem and come up with a plan. You then use a calculator, symbolic interpreter, to execute the actual calculations. This is similar to how PAL operates. PAL uses a neural language model, like GPT-3, to generate programs as intermediate reasoning steps. These steps are then executed by a Python interpreter to arrive at the final answer. This allows PAL to offload the solving and calculating part to an external entity, enabling it to handle complex reasoning tasks more accurately. For instance, if the task is to count the number of letters in the word intriguing, PAL would generate a Python program that counts the letters and then execute this program using a Python interpreter to get the correct answer. Interestingly, PAL has been shown to outperform even larger models that use a more traditional approach, known as chain-of-thought prompting. What happens when we pull it all together? I know Claude has a 100,000 token context window, OpenAI is releasing a 32,000 length, and I've heard about research going into the millions. What's the trade-off here in terms of these methods and things like compute capacity? Great question. As you've noted, there's a lot of work going into increasing the context window of language models. Models like Claude and GPT-4 have context windows in the tens of thousands, and there's ongoing research into models with context windows in the millions. However, simply increasing the context window doesn't automatically improve the model's performance. The larger the context window, the more compute resources are required to process the input and generate a response. This can lead to slower response times and higher costs, which might not be feasible for all applications. Moreover, even with a larger context window, a model might still struggle to effectively utilize the information within that window. For instance, a model with a 100k token context window might be able to remember a very long conversation, but it might still struggle to keep track of the conversation's main points or to generate relevant responses. This is where methods like Flash Attention and PAL come in. They aim to enhance the model's ability to handle and utilize long contexts without simply increasing the context window size. However, there's no one-size-fits-all solution. The best approach might depend on the specific application and the available resources. It's like a balancing act between the model's performance, the computational resources, and the specific requirements of the task at hand. How do you think these trade-offs might influence the future development of AI and language models? I think the way things are moving is you'll have some sort of orchestrator, the main large language model, 
that calls up the right model and the right set of tools for that specific job because there will be so much differentiation and specialization across different models. Absolutely. So far, we've discussed the concept of context window in large language models, which refers to the amount of prior text or tokens the model can consider when making a prediction. We've explored the limitations that arise due to the finite size of this window, such as losing track of long conversations. We then delved into different methods to tackle these challenges. We discussed flash attention, an optimization technique that reduces memory footprint and speeds up runtime, allowing for longer context windows. We also explored programmated language models, PAL, which use a neural language model to generate programs as intermediate reasoning steps, effectively tackling complex reasoning tasks. We also discussed the trade-offs between increasing the context window and the computational resources required. Larger context windows require more resources, which can lead to slower response times and higher costs. Lastly, we touched upon the idea of an orchestrator model, which could coordinate various specialized models to work together, leveraging the strengths of different models and techniques for more effective and efficient AI systems. I hope this summary provides a clear overview of our conversation. It does. I appreciate the knowledge dropping, and we'll see you next week. What a fascinating conversation. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Chat with ChatGPT, a production of Synaptic Labs. Please give us a rating to let us know how we're doing. Learn more about accessible and equitable AI technology on our website, synapticlabs.ai, and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Synaptic Labs. See you next time.